Um, I will try to do something different uh, compared to other talks because most of the other, most of you are probably ops or DBAs or something in that direction, right? And talks for success, good tips how to do your job better. Uh, my focus is on a slightly different direction. My focus is more uh, towards enabling experts like yourself to create services so that your users can consume them uh, directly, right? So think of uh, what I'm going to show as some form of creating, uh, creating platforms that will enable the rest of the people in your company to do stuff themselves, right? What we typically call today uh, internal developer platforms or something like that, right? So my name is Victor, uh, I work for Outbound uh, with a company behind Crossplane. Uh, Crossplane is what you will see today among other things, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Not important, all that stif stuff, what does matter is that the goal of my presentation is to get rid of uh, Jira tickets. It's like messages, you know, those, uh, can you create a uh, database server for me? Can you create a cluster for me? Can you, uh, can you define a stateful application that will use that database for me, right? Because uh, the reality is that uh, most of the people did not spend 57 years studying AWS and 17 years studying Kubernetes and uh, three years studying in, uh, service meshes and all the good things that we need today, right? So, uh, how we're going to do that uh, is by creating tailor-made services, right? So, one way to accomplish that uh, shift left towards enabling developers to do stuff is to create, is to uh, subscribe, use vendor opportunity services like Heroku, right? Uh, which fails, uh, I mean, which is actually a great type of solution, but uh, the direction I'm going is into making services yourself, making that platform yourself so that it's tailor-made, it's doing exactly what you need to be done in your organization, in your uh, environment, right? So tailor-made services, uh, done in a way that anybody, uh, no matter the level of knowledge, can, uh, can consume them. Uh, make sure that they are auto-documented, uh, because nobody likes writing, um, uh, writing documentation as something separate, and that goes uh, and becomes obsolete next day. And finally, uh, even though I will not show this part, right, the ultimate goal uh, from this perspective is that everybody, app developers, interact directly with Git rather than the system. Uh, I will not do that today, uh, mostly because I want to show you how things work in the background, right? So what I will do is go through, through, through the whole process of everything that some uh, that uh, application developer would potentially need uh, to run a stateful application by himself or herself uh, together with the database in a cluster, everything created by himself or herself. So requirements, now there are a zillion ways how we can run databases and stateful applications and what's or not, uh, but in today my example will be based on running applications in a Kubernetes cluster, uh, having a database server somewhere, which could be in the same cluster, it could be in AWS, Azure, Google, depending on what you do, what you use. I will use AWS today, but the logic is the same anywhere. Um, next, that, uh, that, that application developer would need to not only a database server, but also at least one database in that server. It would need a schema uh, for that database. Uh, a way to develop an application. And finally, a way to move that application to permanent environments, like staging, production, 
whatever the cycle is, right? So that those, those, this is the scenario, those are the requirements that I want to do. Now, the way how I will do that is by combining a couple of tools. I will use Crossplane to generate those services uh, and to operate those services. Uh, basically, essentially, in this concept, Crossplane will serve as a way how to convert operational knowledge of different types of expertise into services that others can consume, Schema Hero for, uh, for the scheme itself, Octeto for development, and a lot of Bash. Right, I scrambled this demo. I like doing demos. I don't like talking for long uh, uh, overnight, so I did not. You will see a few shell scripts instead of CLI, which is normally what I would do uh, if this would be uh, more serious than a demo, right? So let me uh, let me get right to it. Uh, let me go through the demo. So uh, the first thing we need in that hypothetical situation: shift left. Uh, Self-sufficient uh, application developers, uh, the developer would need a cluster, right? Uh, so um, I will do just that, and uh, I will switch to my terminal, right? Now, if you're the type of person who likes uh, web UIs with a lot of colors, not going to happen. Uh, you will see only terminal. Uh, so let's say that the uh, first thing we need is a cluster, right? So I need to be able, as a developer, I'm an application developer today. I'm not, I, I have no idea what the heck people are talking about when they talk about Kubernetes, AWS. I mean, I do know, but I'm not an expert. Let's, let's put it that way, right? Because nobody can be an expert in everything. So first thing I need to do is to define a cluster, right? And imagine that uh, some SRE, DevOps, uh, DBAs, whomever, uh, spent time with me, and we came to these requirements uh, that for me to run a cluster myself, uh, I've there are certain things that I care about, and most of the things I don't care about, like I don't care about subnets, right? No developer really cares about subnets and similar things. Uh, I do care about whether uh, the, the size of the nodes of the cluster will be small, medium, and large. And I'm intentionally saying small, medium, and large, because in this hypothetical situation, I do not know what medium means in AWS, and it's probably very different in Azure. And I want to have a, a starting number of nodes in a cluster. Uh, I want to be able to select where the cluster will run and what will be the type of the cluster, in this case in AWS EKS, but I could have changed these labels to Azure, right? Depends all on how many implementations of this service somebody created, right? And by the way, this does not come out of the box. This is me creating a custom resource definition using Crossplane uh, and a controller that will convert this input into whatever is really required. Uh, to run, uh, in this case, a cluster, right? So uh, what I will do is uh, create this. Uh, and I will do that in the easiest possible way, and that's saying uh, I have a namespace for me and my team called A-Team. I'm going to apply whatever is defined in examples, Kate's uh, AWS right? So I'm applying it to the cluster. Now I'm cheating a bit, right? Because it takes 20 to 30 minutes uh, approximately one episode of uh, Game of Thrones to create a cluster in AWS. I did not want you to wait for that, so I executed the same commands, but it didn't do anything that I'm not doing right now, just that I'm repeating what I did before, so that you will not need to wait, right? So, uh, my cluster is created. I'm having coffee 20 minutes uh, later. I can say, uh, give me the status of uh, what I created, namespace, uh, A-team, get cluster, claims, and you will see that my cluster is up and running. This is all custom, right? This is made for me. Uh, 
I can see the status of the control plane, the node pool, active, active, everything is synchronized, everything is ready. Now, um, I mentioned before that documentation is important and that it's how to document it. Uh, so if I would actually really like to know how to do those things myself, I can go to how to generate the documentation and see all the fields that I mentioned before, right? The, this is the schema, these are the parameters you can use, uh, these are the statuses you will get, and all those things, right? And while I'm here, let me quickly go through, uh, ta -ta -ta, where is it? Just so that you have uh, an idea of what involves, behind that very simple YAML, Basically, you can see here that I have a couple of implementations, like, hey, this is if you want to run a cluster in Azure, cluster in Sivo, here and there. I'm using today AWS. So this is what is happening behind the scenes, right? This is the, if I find it ever, here, right? This is my definition that whenever somebody creates what they call cluster claim, uh, I will get an EKS cluster and I will get, uh, uh, what is this, a node group, and subnets, and VPCs, and I will install some applications in that cluster, I will make it production ready, right? But for me as a, for me as a user, all I'm interacting with is that custom-made interface, right? So, uh, I have a cluster, uh, let me go back to the terminal. Uh, what I need to be able is to access that cluster, uh, and I created it in ATM namespace, and I can say get me secrets, and you can see that uh, I got a secret with authentication to that newly created cluster. I can access that secret. I will do that through a silly script here that I, I created. This script basically essentially doesn't do anything special. It will just uh, do kubectl get secret output to uh, JSON, parse it, uh, 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 decode it, and all the, all the good stuff that everybody does. Uh, so I just have a script that will help me with that, ATEAM EKS, here we go, right? This is now the kubeconfig that I can use to access that cluster and operate it uh, in a similar fashion like I did before, and I can prove that to you by exporting kubeconfig and saying kubeconfig is here, there we go, and if I now say get nodes, you can see that my cluster uh, that I pretend I'm cre I created right now, what I actually did five hours ago, is up and running. Now, the next thing I need in this scenario is a database server, right? Uh, and uh, for me to create a database server, I can do it in a couple of ways. I can say, hey, uh, and I continue the logic of custom-made services, custom-made uh, uh, resource definitions. Uh, I can define something like this as, an operation, as a developer and say, uh, I want something called SQL claim. Uh, with labels, I'm saying that I want that uh, database server to run in that same cluster. I want it to be Postgres uh, and a couple of parameters, like version of Postgres, small, medium, big, all the, all the good stuff. I'm not going to use this one today. I'm going to use a slightly modified version, and this is almost like finding Voldo, because uh, basically, essentially, for me to run a database service, one place or another, the definition is the same, right? Above and above, uh, below is the same. The only essential difference is in matching labels that here I'm saying I want the database server to be in AWS and I want it to be Postgres, right? While the previous one, same definition, just through labels, selecting different implementation. Now, I'm going to apply this and say in the namespace. Now, uh, until now I was working with a 
with one cluster, management cluster, now I'm switching to the new cluster that I created. Uh, namespace uh, is going to be dev. I want to apply whatever is defined in examples SQL AWS, AWS.yaml, right? So, what did they do? Name pace. Almost there, right. Um, so I created that SQL claim, custom resource, uh, and behind the scenes it will create the subnets and VPC and uh, DBDs, DBDET, RDS, whatever is really required. All the things that somebody else would create for me if I opened the Jira ticket uh, uh, and assigned it to somebody who knows that stuff, right? And if I would like to see the status, I can say namespace is dev, uh, get me all SQL, SQL claims, and you can see that my database is ready, and I have authentication to the database stored in a secret called MyDB. Now, what else would I need as a, as a developer, right? Uh, I have a cluster where I will run my application. I have a server, in this case RDS, could be something else. Um, let me, um, I would need the database, right? And this is now where uh, Schema Hero kicks in. You can use other tools. Now, the good thing is that I, as a developer, I don't need to care about installation of Schema Hero and making it run because that's all part of the creation of the cluster, right? I made cluster already production ready. So, among other things, uh, the Schema Hero is already running over there in that cluster. Uh, and when I created the SQL Server, among other things, it also created uh, one database in that server, and I can check the status of that by get databases, uh, PostgreSQL, uh, SQL crossplane.io, and you can see that if the demo works, it usually fails. There we go, right? Uh, so the database itself is created in that server. I didn't do much. I mentioned that I need to be able to access the database. Uh, for that, I will use an ugly script that I created uh, ad hoc that will essentially do the same thing, what I, similar thing what I did to get authentication to Kubernetes cluster. It will just parse the secret, uh, retrieve it, uh, and show me on the screen all the information about, you know, that's the password, that's the port endpoint. Uh, that's how I access that database. Um, is there anything else? Oh, yes, uh, I need some tables in the database. Uh, I will use Schema Hero for that. Now, I'm switching from Crossplane to Schema Hero, really. So I'm going to say, uh, where is it? kubectl uh, namespace dev apply whatever is defined in file example SQL uh, Schema Hero Postgres YAML, right? Uh, this is just a very simple table to-do list or something like that. Uh, in that database list of videos, something like that. Doesn't matter. It's schema. Uh, actually, if you're curious to see how it looks, uh, it's we gotta very, up. very. We got to hurry up, right? Victor. We got to hurry up. Huh? We got to hurry up. Oh, 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 okay, 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 okay. How much time do I have? Oh, oh. That much. You're putting a lot of pressure with me. Okay, and uh, that's about it. That, then I just deploy my application. Uh, and run it, I have a cluster, I have a server, I have a schema, and I have everything, and I did not really need to know much about Kubernetes or AWS or anything else. See, when you say go fast, I go fast. That was the fastest Game of Thrones episode I've ever seen. 
That was good. Let's give Victor a round of applause. Amazing.